0: Hi, everyone. This is Empress Constance, and I have the extreme pleasure to sit down with Mistress Lily tonight from eroticphonemistress.com. Hey, Miss Lily.
1: Hi, Miss Constance.
0: How are you, sexy?
1: <laughs> I'm doing absolutely fantastic tonight, and you?
0: I am awesome now.
1: Glad to hear it.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right in. How long have you been doing phone sex for?
1: Actually, I just got past my second anniversary.
0: Wow, so your entire career in phone sex has been with LDW?
1: (laughs) That's right. Wow! What can I say? I started at the top.
0: Yes, you sure did. That's so awesome. A lot of us uh, ladies who didn't or were not fortunate enough to find LDW are jealous of you right now. All right. And what would you say your style is?
1: Well, I can do both central and strict domination. I tend to be a bit of a playful sadist, so <laughs> I enjoy the emasculation involved in suffocation and feminization. Granted, the caller is in absolute and complete and total agreement with me that the masculine persona needs to be destroyed, at least for a few moments. But I also enjoy small penis muation, CBT, pain play, impact play. Basically, anything that lets me get to listen to them squirm. <laughs>
0: Ooh. And where at in your home do you take your calls?
1: Most often in my office. It has a set of French doors leading into the living room and also French doors leading out to the backyard. So anytime one of my submissives or my fiancé is coming to check and see if I'm busy, then they just sort of pull aside the little drapery I have in front of the French door windows so they can see whether or not I'm on the phone and therefore whether or not I wish to be disturbed. And if I'm on the phone, they know to leave me alone.
0: That's very cool. That's very cool. And do you have a set schedule?
1: Yes, they do. I'm typically available in the evenings between 8.30 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I occasionally pop on in the mornings as well between 6.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m.
0: Very cool. And how about appointments? Do you accept appointments?
1: Yes, I do accept appointments during the evening and late at night hours. I do not accept appointments in the middle of the day because I'm generally busy with real-time appointments.
0: Very good to know. And what are some of your favorite calls to do?
1: (laughs) Oh dear, I think I might have jumped the gun on this one. Um, (laughs) Essentially calls that have an element of humiliation or a little bit of pain play or just plain... An opportunity to listen to them squirm or whimper or whine or beg. Tease and denial is fabulous because I love hearing that desperation in their voice and so is CPT when you can hear a guy hit notes he didn't even know he was capable of. I mean seriously I've gotten some true operatic areas out of guys and it's amazing.
0: That is very cool and are there any type of calls that you don't take?
1: I don't take calls that require me to be submissive, I also don't switch, and I don't do smoking fetish, simply because I've actually never smoked a day in my life, I'm allergic to this stuff, so I couldn't even pull it off convincingly
0: Very cool, so if you're into smoking, leave her alone, you're gonna, will you break out in hives or anything like that?
1: I won't break out in hives, but my throat will actually start closing up (gasps) Uh, cigarette smoke actually does begin to bring on the beginnings of anaphylactic shock.
0: Oh my god, no smoking for you. Stay away. <laughs> oh my yes. god. All right. What is one of the craziest things you were ever told on the phone or maybe you even had somebody do on the phone or maybe saw on webcam? Hmm.
1: One of the craziest things I was ever told on the phone was a guy who had essentially converted his walk-in shower, you know how they have the, in some senior citizens' homes, they have the door on the shower, so you can convert it into a walk-in tub,
0: uh-huh.
1: almost? Well, he had converted his into a enormous planter. He'd filled it up with peat moss and potting soil, and he'd had this little carved-out hole in the center, And he was calling me from his planter after he'd stepped inside and he hit the shower to start watering himself. And he wanted me to treat him as my plant, my lovely little house plant. And he needed pruning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. I
1: love it. I have never had anything close to that before. And I have to admit that was one of a kind. (laughs) Truly, truly one of a kind.
0: <laughs> I couldn't agree more. All right. Do you like two mistress calls? And before you answer, I have to confess that I know you do, because <laughs> nearly every one of my mistress interviews, um, almost all I would I would say more than half of them said they love to do two mistress calls with you. So I'm still gonna let you answer the question, but I had to let you know that I know what's <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: Yes, I absolutely love doing two mistress calls. I truly do. Um, There's something fabulous about being able to pass my playthings around as party favors. I love it. And when I get to play with another mistress and she's letting me interact with one of her pets, it's fantastic. There's something about that chemistry with two mistresses on the line and a little subby who has no idea just how intense things are going to get that I I can't get enough of it it's a wonderful natural high
0: that's awesome now do you have any like go-to ladies for two mistress calls
1: well it actually depends on who's logged on and whether the submissive that I'm talking to provided it's my submissive and I'm I'm not being invited onto another mistress's call with her pet, but for um, the more mature mistresses, Delia, actually you, Miss Constance, <laughs> Vivian, Olivia, Miss K Marie, Marlena, and what what was her name? Miss um, Christine. That's it. I knew it started with a C. And for younger ladies. Miss Nadia, uh, Miss Jordan, Miss Rain, let's see, Miss Celeste is fairly new to the company, but I've had some wonderful calls with her, and I know that I'm forgetting someone, but generally speaking, I have never had anything less than a spectacular experience with any lady I've ever done a two-mistress call with, which is one of the reasons why I love them so much.
0: That is awesome. Okay, the next two questions are kind of similar, so I'm going to ask you them both together. Do you have any hobbies, and what do you do when you're not taking calls?
1: You're right. Those are variations on almost the same question. (laughs) Well, it depends on how you define hobby, whether it's the vanilla or whether it's uh, something I still enjoy doing for fun, but it's definitely kinky. (laughs)
0: Well, that's completely up to what you want to share with everybody.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's see. For hobbies, I definitely enjoy reading, music, karaoke. I used to sing in the shower a lot, but now I've discovered the joys of belting out tunes, not necessarily um, in a completely flawless fashion (laughs) in front of a mic with various strangers cheering me on there's something wonderful about being in front of an audience provided it's a small one and nobody knows me and i don't have to deal with them in the future if they didn't like it so <laughs> <laughs> um, i also love scuba diving and snorkeling and cruising travel chocolate museums and video games mm-hmm. very cool as far yeah, and as far as what I do when I'm not taking calls, during the middle of the day is when I usually have my real-time appointments. Um, that's typically between noon and I'd say five, which is one of the reasons why I don't do phone appointments during that time. It's simply because I have other commitments.
0: Very nice. You're a busy lady. <laughs> mm-hmm okay now what is your favorite sex toy to use on yourself
1: honestly my favorite sex toy to use on myself isn't a sex toy at all Uh, (laughs) it's an adjustable shower head or a portable whirlpool jet there is something about that sensation of warm water pulsing all over the most intimate parts of me that I absolutely love it's Kind of like having the best oral sex you can ever imagine with somebody whose tongue never gets tired.
0: (laughs) Ooh, yeah. All right, what's your favorite sex toy to use on a partner? Strap-on. No hesitation. (laughs) Strap-on. Yep. All right, here's one that all the guys want to know the answers to and kind of me too. Um, Have you ever been with a woman?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Very nice. All right. So you've had a rough week. You need to let loose and you need to have a good time. What's your favorite way to do it?
1: Oh, with that lineup, there's only one answer a nice, hardcore impact play session. I don't care whether it's CBT or whether I get to whip somebody into shape, literally. I want to hear that agony. <sighs> I really am a sadist. There's just something about that sweet impact. The sound of their moans and their whimpers and their screams or their crying that I just love. And if I've been having a really rough week, then put me in the room with a masochist with some of my favorite toys and we will both have an amazing time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one way of letting off some steam, that's for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Use one word to describe yourself Unique Very cool and very unique Alright next one If you and only one man were left on this earth Who would you want that one man to be and why?
1: That's a tough one And honestly I'm not sure I know some people would expect me to say my fiancé, and it's true I love him to death, but he's not a masochist. And because he is not, and I am a sadist, I need an outlet for that part of myself that I can never, ever uh, unleash on him. Because he's not into pain, I know it, and I respect that. At the same time, when it comes to my pain sluts, the ones who love me <laughs> for that part of me, I don't see them as romantic partners. And I'm greedy. I want both. So <laughs> I would want my fiance and a lovely little pain slut.
0: <laughs> well, you know I'm what? I'll let you use, use I'll let you use the mistress card and you can have both. Yes. <laughs> sure. All right. Now, do you see everyday normal things in kinky ways because of what you do for a living or who you are, actually?
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes. (laughs) I bet a trip to Home Depot is probably pretty fun with you.
1: Well, a trip to Home Depot is definitely fun. But most recently, it was a trip to the grocery store. I saw a beautiful, statuesque woman in a pair of killer heels. So help me, I think they were, mm, I think they were the Pleaser Bordella pumps. Gotta, gotta admire her for rocking that at twelve o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Wow! <laughs> and she had her—I'm assuming it was her husband with her because they both had wedding wings. and her husband looked petite next to her. I mean, practically a doll. It was so adorable. And she was pointing out things in the grocery aisle for him to get. And when he bent over, I could see the flash of a panty line. And I really don't think I'm imagining this because panties and briefs and boxers have a very different profile under slacks. And he was picking out, um, among other things, zucchini and squash and cucumber. And I saw him pick out a rather dainty looking cucumber and his wife made him put it back. And get one that was bigger. Then the same process repeated itself with the zucchini and the squash. And all I could think of is that (laughs) that guy is going to be taking his vegetables in reverse tonight.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. You're so right. And I would have thought the same thing. Oh, wow. that's, That's so wow. Yep. All right. So that would be a big yes. All right. What is your favorite food to eat? Chocolate. And what's your favorite drink?
1: Um, that's actually a tough one. Right now, I'm definitely loving hibiscus tea with a little bit of raw honey and some lime.
0: Ooh, fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What's one thing on your wish list right now? That you want the most So out of all the things That are on your wish list Right now What's one thing That you would like the most
1: Shoes (laughs) Shoes Yes Shoes Hmm. I really do love shoes And there are plenty Of different pairs So If anybody is listening To this interview And wants to get me some heels By all means Have at it
0: (laughs) Yes Do that Do that All right I want you to rank in the order of importance to you the traits you like most in a submissive man respect, loyalty, generosity, and obedience.
1: Respect, first and foremost. Generosity and obedience and loyalty, I think, come out of that. Without respect, there's no loyalty. Without respecting your position as a mistress, there's really no generosity or obedience you have to have respect first. And after that, then you can begin molding a submissive how you want.
0: Very well said. All right. So we're going to move on to some questions from Cannibal from Enchantrix Empire. I'm pretty sure you've seen him around, so you know he's a little crazy. <laughs> but the questions might surprise you because they're really not as insane as Cannibal is. So, The first one is a three-parter. I'm going to ask you all three parts at once. And wow, I think you're probably the only one That could probably answer this Like, you know Without even having to think When was the last time you were violent? Last night Were you in the right? Absolutely Would you do it again?
1: Oh, yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Alright, what does the phrase The dark side of the moon mean to you?
1: Two different things Pink Floyd lyrics and Another installment in the Transformers franchise.
0: (laughs) Somebody else said that, too. Um, Are you frightened of dying? No. That's a good thing. All right, here's a two-part question. Are you worried about going mad slash crazy, and have you ever gone mad?
1: I am not worried about it, because depending on who you ask, it's already
0: happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awesome answer. All right, (laughs) last one from Cannibal. Do you crave or lust for money?
1: No. Nice. I actually crave and lust for sensation experiences. I'm a bit of a hedonist all the way through to my core.
0: Very cool. Our next question comes from Jizzhead from Enchantrix Empire, and he's looking for a bit of advice. It's a bit long, so bear with me. How do I convince my wife to let me spend more money on another mature metal chastity device? The one I have doesn't fit very well. It's my fault because I didn't measure correctly when I ordered it. My wife says I'm too picky, and it's a waste of money, and I should just wear the one I have. But I want it to fit right. Otherwise, it won't work properly. I thought about ordering one secretly and just switching them out, but she might be able to tell the difference in size. I don't know. What's your advice?
1: Well, for starters, it depends on whether or not the device you have is too snug or too loose. Also, you're right, it is your fault that you didn't measure correctly, and I have to wonder just how off your measurements were because if it's by a centimeter or more, your wife is definitely going to notice if you change out the cage. If it's by less than that, she might not. However, if your device is too snug, if it's actually truly constricting and cutting into you, even when you're flaccid, that could lead to a damage in vascular tissue and you need to get another cage for safety's sake. If it's too loose, then it defeats the entire purpose of wearing a chastity device to begin with because you can essentially slip it on or off or tease yourself all the way through to your orgasm regardless of the fact that you're technically in chastity so my advice would be simply to sit down with your wife and discuss with her the very real possibility that either one it's too snug vascular tissue damage two if it's too loose it's going to defeat the purpose of chastity entirely, and it might lead to chafing, which is also not a good thing at all because it could lead to different fungal infections. So for your own safety and for the purpose of maintaining yourself as a proper chastity pet, definitely talk things over with your wife. Slipping a new cage on without her permission shows a distinct lack of respect for your key holder. And if she ever does catch you... <laughs> Let's just say however she decides to deal with you, you'll have it coming.
0: Yeah. All right. That's a great answer. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next set of questions come from BFLA, or you might know him as Writer Boy. He uses both names. Um, Is your non-LDW personality any different than the way you are on the phone with callers? If so, how?
1: Not really. I am a lifestyle mistress and a professional dominatrix in my day-to-day life, not just on the phone. It's simply a question of what aspect of my personality is somebody going to see. If I'm visiting my fiancé's family on reunions or whatnot, they're going to see the side of me that is polite, that is cultured, that's somewhat reserved, that has an off wall sense of humor and a rather dry sarcastic wit, but they're not going to see the sadistic side of me because they wouldn't benefit from that. My submissives on the other hand, they will see the fashionista if they're sissies or into (laughs) heel or hosiery or lingerie fetishes if they are a little teeny weeny or a cuckold or a CBT slut or an impact play whore they'll get to see the sadistic side of me in full force. And I think one thing I do have in common, no matter how you're interacting with me, is it's not malice, which may seem odd for a sadist to say, but I'm a good-natured one. I have fun with what I do, and I prefer that whoever I'm interacting with does too.
0: Very cool. Um... Pretty sure we already know the answer to this next one, but I'll ask it anyways. Do you think of yourself as a femdom in the rest of your life? Why or why not?
1: Absolutely, yes. As for why or why not, um, I think I answered a little bit of this in the previous question, yep. but an example of just how committed I am to the truth of what I am. Um, My fiancé, when we first met, was not into the lifestyle at all. He did not know that I was into the lifestyle. When one of my friends heard him say that he thought he fell in love with me at first sight, she told him that was all well and good, but he might want to look again. (laughs) And here are the reasons why. And she told him what I do for a living. That really threw him. So much so that he decided that he love at first sight maybe wasn't all it was cracked up to be, but he still wanted to be friends. He got to know me as a person and realized that uh, it wasn't just infatuation. He really did love me and I really loved him too and still do. And he asked me if it would be something that I would be willing to stop. I mean, I was, smart enough i could do anything i wanted so would i be willing to give up working in a dungeon would i be willing to give up the submissives to be with him and the answer was no because that would be denying who i am and it took him a long time to come to terms with that but First and foremost, I am a femdom. If he wanted to be with me, it was on my terms. And now that we've both accepted that, we've really never been happier. And he's actually come to see my, um, my three as tenants with perks.
0: <laughs> Yay! That's very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Name one thing about yourself you think would surprise people.
1: Hmm, I am allergic to cigarette smoke. I don't think most people would ever expect that. <laughs> and I'm I'm actually somewhat deathly allergic nice. of cigarette smoke. So yeah, on the one hand, I am one badass chick, but on the other, you get me too near to a cigarette, and I will be down for the count in no time flat. <laughs>
0: Yikes! Well, we don't want that to happen to you. No. All right. <laughs> Definitely not. Next one is, what traits and colors interest or excite you the most, but not sexually excite? Mm,
1: if I come across a sissy, I love the way that they're really into lingerie and heels and a hosiery. I mean, granted, not all of them. Some of them are absolute cock which is fun in its own way. But... <laughs> Um, as far as not sexually excite I'm I have a bit of a corset lingerie and heel fetish myself I mean, my wish list shows this and I love being able to have girl talk with another material girl. It's fabulous and whenever I come across somebody who's well traveled or also likes to scuba dive or likes to snorkel likes to camp the various outdoor activities and, things like that. It's wonderful because I love swapping travel stories and I love getting tips on where to visit next. So those are two things that as soon as I hear that, as soon as they say it, boom, (laughs) I am super excited.
0: (laughs) Very cool. Alright What traits do you look for Or think are most compatible with you To become a regular client of yours?
1: Hmm. That's definitely an interesting one I look for respect First and foremost um, I think we covered this a little earlier on In the interview But I think it's impossible To have a true DS relationship with the absence of respect I mean, me personally I definitely respect the level of trust that a submissive places in a dominant and I take that very very seriously at the same time I require the same level of respect in return if somebody is not respecting my time respecting me respecting the attention that i'm giving them i have no interest in having them as a client of mine and that holds true for whether it's in person or on the phone
0: very good very well said all right next one do your family and close friends know that you work in the phone sex business why or why not
1: (laughs) the answer to that is yes and no (laughs) my immediate family absolutely knows um, it really threw them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since some of them did not know that uh, I do the real-time sessions as well. I I really do try my best to fly under the radar. My fiancé's family? No clue. No clue. At all. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> um, I, The story that my fiancé put out there is that I am a very specialized therapist.
0: (laughs) And, and it's true. You really are. That's not a lie.
1: I really am. And he's just requested that anytime somebody tries to pin me down on the specifics of how specialized am I, that I simply fall back on. I can't possibly disclose that doctor patient confidentiality. So (laughs) it's, it's wonderful. Um, it, allow, it allows me to have an intimate circle of friends and family who know exactly what I do. And then some individuals who are further afield who, in one sense, do know what I do, but not really. <laughs> so it's almost like I'm getting away with something. <laughs> and I, I love that aspect that I, I really do get to have it all.
0: Very cool, and you deserve it all. All right, the next one. How long do you see yourself staying a phone sex mistress? Do you see yourself leaving for other pursuits? And what, if anything, would make you leave?
1: I see myself staying a phone sex mistress for a very long time. I haven't taken on any new real-time clients in two years. Before that, I was referral only. And... The reason I got into phone sex with LGW is I realized that I didn't have the time or the logistics to take on another submissive in real life, even though I, I really wanted to, I wanted to be able to play with more people and do it on a longer term than, say, just visiting play parties. And that's why I went into phone sex. It gives me the opportunity to interact with a wide variety of submissives and set up an enormous amount of truly wonderful relationships with them. And I don't have to worry about the logistics of travel or them coming to see me or shuffling my appointment book. Everything's already taken care of. I log in, I get to have fun. I log out. It's to spend time with my fiancé and my real-time submissives. It's great. As for what would make me leave, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I really do love it here.
0: Good. We don't want you to leave. All right, last one from him is, how did you get into this business?
1: When I realized that my real-time appointment book was basically full, and... That logistically, it wasn't going to work to take on any new submissives, either as full-time slaves or part-time, real-time clients. And I still wanted that sense of interaction. I wanted to have more relationships with submissives. And it wasn't sustainable in real-time play. I specifically went looking (laughs) For phone sex that specialized in BDSM, and LDW was at the top of the list. I applied, and somewhat miraculously, I'm realizing now, considering I had no prior phone experience, they decided to take me on. And I have been here ever since, and having the time of my life.
0: All right, our next set of questions are from Steph, who is also from Enchantrix Empire. The first one is... When was the last time you made love in the back seat of a car?
1: Honestly, never. I have never gone into the back seat of the car. I have had quite a lot of fun in the front seat of a car, on the hood of a car, on top of a car, but never the back seat.
0: <laughs> wow, all right. All right, her second question is what was your most memorable date
1: I think that would probably be the first official date that my fiance and I had together I mean that might sound sappy and (laughs) romantic but um, we had been friends for a while at that point and we decided that um, yeah, we kind of worked out <laughs> the whole, I'm in a lifestyle, he isn't. But let's try to make this work anyway. And it was to a Halloween costume party. And I went as a succubus. And he went as the devil. <laughs> and it was so so much fun and I think I remember it the most because um, that was the night when I realized I mean, it really sank home that this was someone I could see spending the rest of my life with and to this day he maintains that he fell in love with me at first sight and that he fell deeper and deeper in love with me every day since then but that was the night when I realized that I was in love. So it's the most memorable date I've ever had.
0: Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> Thank right. you. The very last one from Steph. If you could be any female singer, past, present, or future, who would you be and why?
1: Hmm. I actually enjoy not being a public figure and a public persona. I mean, I know that I'm out there on my blog and on Enchantrix Empire, but for all the fact that LDW does have our very own kingdom and corner in the web, I'm not a public personality. And I like it that way. I respect my privacy. I like the fact that Even as a real-time mistress, I've managed to fly under the radar and that there are people who have no idea what I do, no idea who I am. And I like that degree of anonymity. If I had to choose, I'd say the singer who probably most accurately represents what I would have been like if I had been thrust into the spotlight is Saya, and and she is very reclusive, she doesn't like performing in public, in fact her most recent record deal has a clause in which she does not have to perform in public, she doesn't have to go on tour, she just has the freedom to make music her way, Um, that's the one who I think really would most closely resemble what I would have been like if I had gone a different path. As far as whose voice I admire among the most, it would be Sarah Brightman. She has a phenomenal, phenomenal set of pipes.
0: Our next set of questions are just basic information. We already know that your blog is eroticfoamistress.com. Are you on Yahoo or Skype?
1: I do have IDs for both Yahoo and Skype. However, I'm frequently away from my computer. I'm just one of those individuals that finds it really hard to stay in one place for long. So I would not try to get in touch with me through IM. I am available for scheduled sexy texting sessions on Yahoo or Skype. And you can reach me through my email at lily at enchantrixempire.com.
0: Awesome. And are you on any social media sites?
1: Yes, I am. I'm on Twitter at Enchantrix Lily, and I'm also on Tumblr at CockteaseMistressLily.tumblr.com.
0: Awesome, Miss Lily. I want to thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Is there anything else you would like to share with all the listeners?
1: <laughs> well... I've had a wonderful time during the interview. I hope you learned a little bit more about me. For some of you, I'll look forward to hearing from you again soon. And for others, maybe we'll get a chance to have a little time to get to know each other in the near future. Have a wonderful kinky day.
0: This has been an interview with the lovely Mistress Lily, and if you would like to speak with her one-on-one, you can reach her at 1-800-601-7259.